before we return to the second half of episode 13 of the Fancy Ramen podcast, I will note we will be spoiling up to episode 8 of the anime Another. Thank you. Recording things and shit. Yeah, we're back. Oh, sorry. Yep. Back. Mm-hmm. Guess who's back? Back again. Shady's Cookie's back. back. Cookie. <laughs> Tell a friend. Oh, you're not Slim Shady? I thought we had requested Slim Shady for this podcast in particular. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not the real Slim Shady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just one of the imitaties. <laughs> so, Scott. You've been playing a very interesting game lately. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the long dark? Wait, a lawn dart? A lawn dart? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty hard uh, backyard game simulator. <laughs> you really have to calculate the wind, the, the wind and air resistance as you're throwing the lawn dart. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh man, calculating wind and air resistance. Uh, maybe not to that level of detail, but so far I haven't been able to hit anything with the bow. This <laughs> this game, holy shit! Like, so I've been looking into this. I think it originally released as in, in it's like Alpha Sandbox back in like 2014 at some point in time on Steam, and so I've been looking into it for a long time and just waiting and waiting and waiting to succumb to finally like buying it and so i i picked actually a really excellent uh moment in in time to do so because currently on the longdark.com there's just a countdown with a with one of their like trademark symbols and we've got three days 22 hours and 21 minutes remaining till whatever that reveal is gonna be yeah so a lot of people on like the long dark subreddit are really enthused and there's all sorts of different ideas of what it could be. Some people think it might be time for there to finally be the first edition, um, the first chapter, of the story mode. Um, otherwise there's also some people who are a little bit more of cynics that are just like, Oh, it'll be an update to the alpha or something like that. But my favorite cyn- cynics among them are the ones who are like, yeah, it'll just be an alpha update. But it's going to be a moose. They're going to bring moose in. And everybody's like, bring the moose. We want it. So So, what do you do in the game? Yeah, what is this game is an excellent question. Um, Both the story and the sandbox operate under the premise that you play as a... uh, Well, in the story, you play as William McKenzie. I, I don't know much about him besides that his plane has crashed over the Canadian northern wilderness. And so he now has to survive after this like geomagnetic world event has crashed his plane and stranded him in the unfortunate um, near tundra of northern Canada. Oh. And so the sandbox mode, essentially, you start off. I mean, I assume in the story mode, you're going to be climbing out of plane wreckage to hey, start hey. the game, like the forest. What's this? Is that um, the video of it? Yeah, there was a what looked like a moose, but actually I think it was a deer. Yeah, there's deer. Um, <laughs> That's... And they move slightly better than the deer in everything. They don't roll on their face. They actually walk. This <laughs> is just real nice. <laughs> it'd be really hard to shoot them if they're rolling at you. <laughs> like, how do I get a headshot? <laughs> um, so the way that the story mode will probably work is with that start. Uh, the sandbox, you just pick a map. Uh, and all of the locations are interconnected, which I did not know earlier, which is, it's pretty cool. And they've been regularly like updating and uh, modifying this game for P- 
people to play in the sandbox mode since they released it in like 2014. But basic premise is you uh, like load your screen in some sort of sometimes like really deep or esoteric quote from a, a philosopher or an author or something comes Charles up. Hamilton about, once said, yeah, it, I about look good in pink. Like survival <laughs> or existentialism or something yeah. like that. And then as the screen fades uh, from black to the like regular field of view, you start and your goal is to survive as long as you possibly can before you fade into the long dark, which is a euphemism for right. death. death. Yeah. Yeah. It is a uh, game with permadeath. So if you like it saves um, whenever you sleep, enter or exit a building. And I can't remember if there's actually anything else that does that. Mm -hmm. So it's very rare when when any saving actually happens. And as soon as you die, it immediately deletes all of your saves relevant to that. Yeah. Yeah. There is no there's no turning back. back. Exactly. Which makes the whole like. The experience feels like a survival experience. So I how long adore have it. you survived? Um, so there's achievements all the way up to 200 days. Okay. And you will realize when you look at the achievements, and I, there's a reason I'm talking about the achievements and not telling you my time just yet. <laughs> when you look at the achievements, it starts out, you know, like you survive one day and then there's one where you survive like two and then five and then 10 I think 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, and 200. Um, And so that kind of demonstrates, like with the early achievements, how they're very close to one another, how much of a learning curve you start out with. Because the first time I played, I lasted, I think, like less than a day. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I played again. And on my second run, I went like two or three days no actually that's right i went one more i went a whole day and then in day two i died again Uh like and the ways that i have died have been numerous and varied uh i was first killed by a wolf attack which caught me off guard i had nothing to defend myself so it attacked me and then i lost a bunch of blood and then i froze to death while i was bleeding out because i couldn't heal Uh uh you know like the second time i was climbing a rope and i thought i had enough energy to do it and I got like three quarters. Actually, no, I'd say like 90% of the way up. Like I'm real oh, close wow. to getting to the top. And I ran out of like, I just ran out of, out of juice. I was too tired. I didn't wow. have enough like energy. So I started like losing my grip and I fell from the rope and I was freaking out. And then I <laughs> caught the rope. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, thank goodness. So I'm like, I'm going to try and climb down slow. And then I fell and, oh. yeah, <laughs> oh, and no. broke my neck and died. Um, wow. I have frozen out in the wilderness, like trying to survive because I haven't found a shelter and a blizzard has come in. Uh, I've been like lost in the dark and, and frozen then because I can't even find my bedroll to like fall asleep into because I've run out of light source. Everything about this game, like it is... Every moment you have to be working towards your survival. And, so what do you need to survive? Well, you're going to have four basic meters that you deal with. Okay. Uh, your top one is... Plutonium? Is it plutonium? It's not plutonium, <laughs> no. Um, and you might be hard-pressed to find it in northern Canada. <laughs> Uranium. Yeah, you'll find plenty of that in northern Canada. <laughs> Slay a moose and just open it up. And just find as much as you need. Only uh, if the new moose patch comes out, though. Yeah. <laughs> new super moose patch. Um, so you have a cold meter, which is essentially, are you regulating your body temperature? And when that depletes all the way down to zero, 
you you have a condition that it starts at 100% and when condition reaches 0 you're dead like okay. that's how you that's how you know that you will fade into the long dark um and so with the cold meter that will lower any time you're below and i also play in metric cuz i'm a scientist and metric is the superior measurement system yes. yeah because measuring like oh i could boil half a liter or 0.26 gallons of right. something like I don't want to do all this math. Half a liter sounds right. <laughs> um, but so once it depletes down to zero, your condition will start to uh, lower. And you can also suffer effects of hypothermia. And if you get uh, frostbite, frostbite is a permanent like defect to you. So if you get frostbite, oh. you may be permanently crippled in like your movement speed or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so that's meter one. Meter two is uh, like rest or energy um so you need to sleep if you get to the point where you deplete that all the way down i don't know what happens because i haven't had that happen yet uh. but i i think you get like blurred vision um i, I mean it'd be crazy if you got like hallucinations mm -hmm. like some people do when they're mm -hmm. sleep deprived but so yeah it should affect your vision and you should be like almost incapable of doing anything because you're really low on energy you probably i think you lose your ability to do any sort of like sprint or hustle and so does it like more force sluggish. you to sleep basically uh, that's another thing yeah. i don't know if it would force you to sleep you need you need like something to sleep with like a bedroll oh. or a bed or something mm -hmm. of the sort and so i don't know if you just like pass Collapse, out yeah. from from exhaustion hmm. I think if you pass out from exhaustion, that's because your condition has reached zero at that point and you die because <laughs> you haven't slept and you're eaten by wolves. Right. Um, the next one is your, let's see, next one is thirst. So okay. that one's pretty easy to manage. Yeah. If you can, like, you're going to be needing to make a fire to warm up quite a bit. And so if you can make a fire, you can melt snow. And then if you can boil the water to uh, purify it, right, then you can deal with your thirst so i don't know what the negative effects of that are either I try not to do that hunger though hunger is one that i'm very familiar with um what can you eat you can eat whatever you find and sometimes it's like a can of dog food and other times it's like uh fresh venison from a deer that you've just killed oh, nice. or if you found a deer that is died and frozen out in the wilderness you can cut out you know some of its meat and <laughs> try and take that home and cook that up. Is there any like uh, plants or anything? Yeah, there's find? plants. I'm eating cattail stalks. Okay, okay. I'm I'm metagaming at a point now. Like I have to I'm doing like hibernation or like calorie counting in the sense that <laughs> you burn the least amount of calories when you sleep. And so right. I will load up on the calories that make my like as long as you keep the meter up, your condition won't uh reduce. So I just make sure that I keep my calorie count above like 150 before I fall asleep. So I can restore any like loss of condition while I sleep, assuming I keep my like cold rest and uh, thirst thirst meters quenched. Um, and so with food is really tricky, though, because there's never enough food. Oh, like yeah. it's really hard to find a surplus. I'm eating moldy granola bars. You can get you can get sick if you eat uncooked meat. Oh, you can okay. get like, I think, parasites or. What if I, you don't boil the water? Can you get sick? From yeah, that? yeah, you can yeah. get sick from that. You can get like dysentery from that, okay. which is really bad. Yeah. Um, I have avoided most of the like disease and illness things so far, nice. luckily. Yeah. 
So um, is there no other people in the game? Like it's like a they're frozen and I'm looting their bodies. Oh wow! <laughs> I think they may have some of that for the story mode, but for the sandbox, no, the sandbox doesn't have that. Oh okay okay. Um, and so like that alone, like it is very entertaining, and enjoyable as a sandbox game right now. Yeah. I'm loving it. I I have a moleskin. I was telling Cook, Cookie and Neil about this. I have a moleskin notebook that I broke out, and I've been recording like how long each fuel lasts for a fire. A stick lasts eight minutes of fire. Wow. Um, Reclaimed wood does, you know, like this amount and a log is an hour and 40 minutes of fire or something. Yeah, and it it, if it's like fir or cedar or some other type of wood, then that's also different. So I've been noting that. I've been noting cook times, like 0.8 grams of venison uh, is 20 minutes of cook time, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, like- I am crunching the numbers at every moment possible because it's necessary. I feel oh, okay. like for me to for to me to survive. succeed yeah. and thrive, I need to be as on top of my game as possible. I feel like I'm becoming survivalist, and when I'm up in Montana, maybe I'll just like go out into the backwoods, <laughs> and start lighting sticks on fire, yeah, and being start like, surviving. this should last eight minutes. If you ever, why is it not? <laughs> yeah, is if you ever a- watch. Uh, 13 reasons why again and have an anxiety attack and end up in the wilderness. <laughs> I know what to do. Survive. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what to do. Um, Is it a damn, PC game? I love this game. Yeah, it's on PC. Okay. I have honestly, I don't put games on my Surface and I'm thinking about putting this game on oh, my wow. Surface because I want, I want to be able to play this all the time. Will your Surface be able to run it? Yeah. Probably. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty game, but it is very much that like minimalistic style and it's kind of got that watercolor look to it everything's still clean cut there's not a lot of like blending or it looks like the pacific northwest of life is strange or of uh firewatch yeah actually actually it looks looks a lot like firewatch yeah (laughs) firewatch with snow um almost the same thing so i think i think my surface can run it which did you guys play firewatch no no okay i I did see that um i gotta take a note that ad that ad that um that car company did Say what? The ad that the What's car that company about? ran. Um, so there was an ad that was clearly looking like the Firewatch poster uh, that a car company did, and everyone oh, was like, "Oh, they, that kind of looks." I'm a gamer now. I want that car. <laughs> no, I no. think it's more all the like, gamers were that's like, a "Clever like design. I like it. Let's take it." Pretty yeah. much, and all the all the gamers were like, "Um, can't do that." Dudes that made Firewatch, like a lot of people reposted that ad to the Firewatch uh, Twitter feed. They're like, hey guys, know that this is going on. You guys are a small company, big car company. Don't let them steal. Right. I wonder if there's anything they can do in regards to that, though, because if they're just taking the like artistic vision or theme. So you know, when you think Firewatch, you think that um that iconic poster with the red color scheme background. Yeah, it's kind of it's orange and yeah yellow kind of color. The um what you call it tower like a it's it's called a watchtower. Yeah, the watchtower. It's pretty much tower. (laughs) It's pretty much that, but the car is the tower without the watchtower. Okay. Wow. So it pretty it it yeah it kind of takes. Take some liberties. <laughs> so how many days do you guys think that I've survived? Ooh, speaking of, yeah. How many days have you survived? 50. <sighs> okay, Lizzie's a 50. Uh, not 50. I'm going much lower than 50. Okay. So I'm going around t- between 15 and 20. 15 and 20. Okay, and you, Neil? You've told me before. I, uh, and that may at have that changed. Point in time. Yeah. So I'm going to say five. 
Whoa. I've made it to 12 days. Oh, no. Oh, so close. Yeah, I closest. thought you were going to say 12 when you had twa instead of 20. <laughs> and I was like, is he going to do it? It's <laughs> a lot of a lot of numbers to pick from. So you've impressive. improved a lot since we last talked. Wow. I feel like I have grown exponentially. It doesn't mean that I haven't had, like, I have not gotten better every playthrough where I live longer. I should note that. Because every once in a while you spawn and I'm like, I don't know where the fuck I am. I don't yeah. have anything. I'm freezing cold. Like, it it's sounds, randomized for the weather conditions right. and things like that. This this game makes drama by the fact that just it is the like true lack of acknowledgement from Mother Nature about what your needs are, or what's going on. I don't think it's got like a storyteller AI kind of thing going on, you know, where it's like, it looks like Scott's a little low on rations. Maybe we should throw him, you know, like a can next time he opens up like this file cabinet when he's scavenging. No. I think it's much more like, <laughs> this is how it randomly played out. This is how the world works. You might be fucked just because of how, how, how you know, the numbers up. are rolled. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like don't starve, like depending on the monsters I've, in your I've area. I've been told that it kind of is like don't starve. Yeah. It, there's, there was this uh, time where I was trapped in a fishing hut out on a lake. So I went out to fish and it was super clear. I spent a couple hours out there and I got a ton of fish. I'm like, this was an awesome decision. Like, this nice. is great. And a blizzard kicked up oh, immediately God. and I got stuck in there. <laughs> and I didn't bring my bedroll with me. Oh, so I'm like no. depleting an exhaustion. It's getting really cold and uh, I'm getting really hungry. And so I had several, almost a week in game time earlier, been at that fishing hut and be like, I'm going to need to fish here sometime soon. I'm going to leave a bunch of supplies just in case I like, like I was going to leave some food and I was like, I'll leave some firewood and some tinder and some stuff just in case I need to start a fire and I don't drag this all out with me. I saved my life by leaving that behind. Oh, wow. <laughs> like it was a lucky break, but it, it was amazing. It felt amazing because I'm like, I looked out for myself and I was able to survive <laughs> this. Like, I would have died if I hadn't had that like forethought oh, wow. and planning. Yeah. But sometimes like you just really get fucked on how things work out. Right. I'm trying to... I was stuck at um, the opposite end of one of these maps and I'm trying to get back to what is currently my home base. And there's a couple ways to get there, but one way is the most like expeditious. It will, it will take the least amount of time. And I had wolves stake out where I was at for at oh. least three or four days. And then when I've, I killed both of those wolves. How did you kill them? I used a rifle. Oh, okay. oh man. Yeah. I spent, there was like a day I spent just cleaning my rifle. Like, <laughs> oh my God. It's really tough. You, you never know what's going to come up next. So every minute and every decision you make just totally like adds to the tension and the excitement of the game. So Sounds I finally like killed of, the wolves and oh, nice. yeah, I'm like, I, I need to go now while the weather's nice <laughs> and I got halfway and a blizzard picks up oh, and I'm like, God. okay, I got to wait again. Yeah. I go back and my supplies are running low at this like subsidiary base that I'm at. I go out again and there's a blizzard kicks up and then there's a wolf on the tracks ahead of me uh. and my scent is going to be blowing downwind towards him, which they pick up on that. I Ooh. love that. Yeah, the wind. Animals can pick up wow. on your scent if the wind is blowing it at it. And like if you're in wind cover, you don't you don't take a penalty for uh, like the cold and whatnot. It really seems to be comprehensive about the environment. Like it, it feels like a game that has just some very simple mechanics, but they work so impeccably well that it feels very real um, and, and like very well represented. 
So I ultimately had the option of probably freeze to death trying to go back to the place that, uh, like my subsidiary base, or find a way to make it through the blizzard and deal with the wolf or like get around the wolf and make it back to the other cabin. And so I took a route that I hadn't done before where I like hiked up into the hills, which it turns out gave me some wind cover that I wasn't expecting. And the wolf got my scent, but it started, it, it caught my scent when I was still low. So when I got higher up, the wolf seemed confused as to where I was at. Nice. And so it, it kept like walking along the railway back to where I, I was. And so it's just small moments of triumph. It totally is. People who have that like Dark Souls player mentality need to try this game out because every, every little success that you have feels amazing and every failure feels like a learning experience. Like, okay, we just got to go right, right back at it. Just get right nice. into it. I'm curious, is there an end game? Like, are, the, are you supposed to... The story to- mode will have an end game, but there is no end game to the alpha right now in the sandbox. So I'm hoping that this countdown is for the story mode as much as I'd like a moose. And if that's the case, <laughs> it's, it's only, you know, four days out. Wow. And for those who are curious, The Long Dark is now on early access on Steam for $19.99. And it was $10 last week, I should say. So it was on sale, and that's why I picked it up. Nice. Yeah. Sounds Um, like a lot of stuff can kill you. That it's it is all about survival. (laughs) There's there's not a thing about it that's not like punishing or dangerous. Available on Xbox One. Microsoft Windows, Linux, Macintosh operating system. Nice. Do you think they're actually available on Xbox One right now? Is there a green uh, or a they, I early think, access? Yeah, I, think, I do actually they use think Windows they have. 10 for Xbox One now, so I probably. Okay. If I, I remember correctly, I read something about that it is available for Xbox. It's, it's certainly formatted for my Xbox controller, which is nice too. Okay, um, so I have a question. Yeah. For the longest time you survived, 12 days, how long were you playing? Do you play continuously? Because you said it doesn't save very often. Yeah, it does not save very often. So like before I came over here, I had to plan (laughs) out like what I was going to do. Like I had at mm, maybe an hour and a half before here is when I booted up the game. And about 30 minutes in, I was like, oh, shit. Like. (laughs) I've got two <laughs> options here and it's like go ahead and just like stop now where I'm at right. or do I think that I can get to like shelter or a bed in, in time to like make it to record because otherwise like if I don't get to anything to save and I exit out it just takes me to my last save unless okay. I die and that's the other thing too is I'm like it would be really stupid of me to like do something risky do you just do you ever get the uh, like the thought of I guess you probably wouldn't get this until later on. You could save scum with it too as well. Like let's say I got, uh, um, I I went out and I got caught in that blizzard again, like trying when I was fishing. Oops, power outage. Oh yeah, I could just be like end game and then it'll take me to the last time when I exited the cabin to walk over there. So, you know, that was a couple hours ahead of time. That's not that much lost game time. But I'm playing the honor system here. Just like, you know, I'm going to make every decision count as best as it can. For experimentation purposes, I'd be curious if you went up, <clears throat> let's say you entered a building, so it mm-hmm. saves at that point, then you go and open a chest or well, chest, what the fuck? Uh, I open a locker. Yeah. Yeah. Book bag. <laughs> and I see if it's got the same stuff. And then, yeah, quit, load it back up and see if it's the same thing. I, not necessarily saying that's a, like, you, you obviously aren't going to do that as a serious playthrough, but I'm curious to see whether 
things are generated per ahead of time or not. Yeah. Um, I believe things are generated ahead of time because they have a global DK system that they added on the last patch. So now they used to be able to, it, what players would do, I think, earlier in some versions of the game is like they'd know that there would be probably um, like a guaranteed spawn in some areas of a certain item. Like there are some areas where there's like a guaranteed spawn of a gun because there is a hunter's corpse that is always there every time because mm. it's a landmark with like a title on it or something. Oh man, I'm going to be drawing up maps for this game. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, but I think what some people were doing is they're like, I'm not going to go there and like, I'm not going to go and interact with anything until I absolutely need it because I don't want to start like a DK timer on this like can of beans because I may need these beans way later and I'm willing to trek out to get them at that point in time as opposed to get them now and then have them spoil. When I could, oh. yeah, when I could forage for myself in some other way. The, I guess the last thought I've got on it, and, and then if you guys have any other questions, is that before I reached this 12-day mark, um, like, my game was going pretty well. And then it was just, like, it was a really foolish mistake. Like, there was something I wanted to do. I wanted to, like, climb this cliff face. And I, find, I got up it. And I realized that I didn't manage my stamina well enough that I would have enough to climb back down, but it was a halfway point to get onto another climbing rope to go up. And I thought, okay, I can sleep here for now because in my sleeping bag, I'll get some warmth back. I can start a fire. I can eat a little bit. I got trapped up on top of there in a blizzard with like no visibility at night. And so I froze to death at night out oh, there. Wow. And it was just this stupid decision. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? That was a terrible idea. And instead of kicking myself, like I thought I was going to be really upset about it as soon as I realized I died. And then I just booted it back up and started a new sandbox. And I named the new sandbox Don't Freeze. And that's the one that I'm playing now because I froze to death in the last one. <laughs> and just washed away immediately. Like didn't even care about it. Like I was like, lessons learned. I know what, I, I have a better plan this time. And so I thought it was going to be like really heartbreaking or tough. And I didn't know if I'd necessarily be able to deal with the loss of all that like time and input. Yeah. This game is great uh, in the fact that I haven't, I haven't felt any sort of like anguish or unfairness in it. It's always like, I just want to get back and do some more. Get better. So I do have a question. How long do you think the day night cycle is? Oh, uh, time wise. For real time, I assume is what you're asking. So like, yeah. So like, is it twenty four twenty four minute day? So like the one minutes per hour, basically. I think it's much longer than that. Like, if I play for an hour, that might be a whole day's worth of time. But that's including like sleeping as well. Yeah. So every activity that you do, um, that's like, say, I'm working on a pair of deerskin pants right now, and so. <laughs> I'm about to look real fashionable. Uh, but when I go to do something with the deer skin pants, um, I can choose to commit to working on them with my sewing kit for like half of an hour or a full hour. Or if I go to like cook something over the fire, it'll take me say 20 minutes in the game time. And so that clock will like... Speed a, a meter will go by essentially, yeah, for the time and, and the clock will speed to, to meet that next time point. Um, however, if I'm just walking around, it does not move that fast, honestly. I feel like 
it might be five minutes for every hour at the very minimum, if not more. And so with the 24 hour day, you know, you're, you're looking at a hundred or so hours if you were to be awake the whole time or a hundred, yeah, a hundred so minutes for, for the whole 24 hour period. If you're awake and just walking, cause yeah, if you're awake and just walking around, um, which would be impressive. Cause I don't think that's possible. You probably starve, freeze and like lose sleep. So how many hours was your 12 day? I, I don't, survival? I don't have any log of that oh, you don't? as okay. far as I know. Yeah. Man, this game, I could, I could talk about it forever. <laughs> the way you talk about restarting too reminds me of the same mentality we've, we've spoken of, maybe not on the podcast before, but uh, about Dark Souls games. That's the Souls exactly games in what I'm saying, yeah. And, but I think that this may be a little bit easier. Um, like Dark Souls, even sometimes when I fuck up in Dark Souls, I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah, like, you're still pissed. I, yeah, I... I still do get sour about some stuff, like especially I remember when I was playing the original Dark Souls, there were a couple times where I'd have like a massive amount of souls in my inventory because I couldn't get to a bonfire to level up. Oh, you know what? It was even worse in Dark Souls 2 where you had to go to a bonfire and then go back to Majula. Yeah. Have, so there were several times where I'd lose like 30,000 souls and it would be early enough in the game. I'm like, that's like six levels. That's a lot that I've <laughs> lost. I'm like, Ah, shit. And I just turn it off. I'm like, I can't deal with that kind of loss right now. <laughs> this game, not feeling that way at all. I, and it's maybe because you don't, like, everything that existed in that game prior is gone as soon as you die. And so you don't feel like you lost something that you could have had because every, everything's washed from the start. While in Dark Souls, it's like, I killed this boss. I can't just go back and fight the boss again and get these souls back. You, you feel like you've permanently deleted a, a useful resource yeah. in that case. So speaking of survival, have you ever considered surviving in a cursed classroom before? <laughs> hey. oh, are we transition. about to talk about another? Yeah. Uh, are we uh, going to talk about another or are we going to read about another? Hey, well, I might tell you about my reading from another, uh, but we watched episode five through eight did you also like yeah yeah i re i'm I'm keeping myself fresh my wife is refusing to watch which i don't blame you because i i think once you get the ultimate payoff or it might not be ultimate (laughs) uh, but once you get the payoff i think the value of this anime may drop significantly it does but only reason i really suggested it was because of that whole um yeah, for the mystery yeah. aspect. I, I like it. I like animes and stories for that matter, media that have mysteries. Scott, you're you're grinning. Uh, did anybody else freak out when people were like melting and he pulled his like flesh off of his face? Like freaking out for as his in, dream. Yeah, because he thought like he wasn't sure if he was dead or not. I'm like, I already told you you were dead back on the last <laughs> podcast recording. Like you're dead. <laughs> that that just served as more evidence Man. for me that he's probably alive. Like, why why would you you know point it out even more that the main character could potentially be dead if he's actually the dead one? The way that they depict uh, just all of the like gore or like uh, death in this show is actually pretty good. I li- I like it. It's pseudo artistic. Like it's Final Destination. It yeah, is yeah. class three, three style. So like <laughs> I enjoyed too. I finally got to pick up on like, 
understanding the symbol symbolism of like a nonchalant shot that happens earlier before a death happens. So at the end of episode eight, somebody gets, <laughs> they, yeah. they get, uh, you know, dissolved by a speedboat rotor, right? At the very beginning, she's dissolving a sugar cube in her tea and you see it just break up into small bits and disperse through the, through the water oh. in the tea. And I was like, holy wow. shit. Somebody, I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's a one second shot. And I saw that and I was like, Man, somebody's gonna die real bad. This was this time. because the last episode I mentioned? I mentioned, hey, they the got umbrella. these one second shots. Yeah, and yeah. Would they linger on but things for about I, half a second and for, call it a day. For the teacher, I could not think of what it was when he killed himself with a knife. I had no idea. I, what I they didn't were. either. Yeah, yeah, if there was a smoking gun there, that one kind of came out of nowhere. Even yeah. my second watch through, so I, 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 I remembered it was gonna happen. I didn't remember how it was gonna happen. Now, before we go any further, we have an email pertaining to this topic slightly. So, uh, yeah. Do we? Does anyone want to volunteer for this reading? I'll read this. I, I like Dave. Uh, <laughs> we got we got a email from a listener who has been so kind as to email us previously. This was this was the the one listener that I was like, man, we're really letting him down with how much we talk about persona. <laughs> so, Dave, the fact that you've stuck this out, I'm impressed. You you got gumption. Uh, so he says, "Hello, chicken soup for the young adult." weeb soul <laughs> i have to reiterate i don't personally hate the persona franchise but there's only so much you can say before a game even comes out dave i agree persona's out now and unfortunately <laughs> we've talked a lot about it i'm not going to do that at this point though um i'm writing in to point out that during your last episode neil butchered the character names tremendously from another also we're unsurprised at this <laughs> <laughs> that's a footnote from scott I think he may have mistaken Koichi for Shoichi and Seiren, but I don't blame you. They are practically the same character at first glance. It sounds like Scott and Neil may have figured out the catch to the curse that haunts 3-3 by the way you were speaking at the end of your 12th podcast. Excited to hear more. Another episodes 5 through 8. Oh, that's, that, that's, that part's Yeah, now I'm just reading the show notes. <laughs> yeah. um, I was like, uh... So I am glad that at least... Um, I'm Dave glad Dave's is. still around. Yeah. I'm glad Dave well, is around, but I'm also the, glad that yeah. he's more than likely watching another with us at this point. Right. So I'm glad that that's actually like kicking in of, hey, listen to the podcast. I We're think, doing this thing. I think it is a cool I idea. Want, it is yeah, fun. Yeah, that's awesome. More people right in at podcast at fancyrama.com. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, we also yeah. got a, I, I guess we'll probably say this real quickly. You, you got a recommendation anonymously of some other anime we should look at. And we oh. may talk about that a little bit. Yeah, if we have time, we'll definitely okay. go over the list. I think we can go over it pretty quickly. So we'll get to that in a bit as well. Um, yeah. and, and I'm assuming the, the names I was butchering is, yeah, Koichi. Yeah, you said Shoichi, and, then, and I got confused. I, I think I even <laughs> said Soichi. Soichi. Uh, Soy Sauce Coon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, truck coon. And then, uh, <laughs> there was a truck coon in episode eight. I thought he, <laughs> they're driving on the highway and this truck's coming by. And I'm like, oh, they're really going to dissolve here. Like, truck coon, always forgiving people now. Bram, bram. <laughs> so, uh, and, and then I, I couldn't remember Misaki, the current Misaki's name either, because I thought it was Misaki Ray. But, but it's May. Yeah. May. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I hate to bleat you down, Dave, but I. I don't know, like, I, I thought I had a really solid idea of what the curse was based upon the desks. He sounded so confident, Dave. So and then confident. things kind of fell apart as I watched the next few episodes. But I do have some, like, 
interesting theory in my mind, which doesn't necessarily explain anything, but it's something I wanted to throw out there because I think it has a correlation to the curse itself. Or it's it's just, uh, I don't know. It's something that might mean something. So there are two things that link Koichi to, uh, is it Yomiyama? Yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck that town is. Yeah. Uh, and yep, I, I, also, I also got this connection because I was reading the manga, or the first connection that I'll say. In particular, uh, Izumi says that his handshake felt or feels similar. And I think that happens in the anime as well. Yes, it uh, does. She mentions it two this times, is, I think, Yeah, so this far. is a, it feels like a familiar handshake. Yeah. And he's also supposed to have cold hands if he's dead. Yep. And Maybe. the oh yeah and, yeah exactly pure I'm, weird speculation. I'm gonna of say yeah hopeful, exactly hopeful middle school high schoolers. I hear that ghosts' hands are cold, <laughs> and and yeah, Koichi's been like warming his hands by the radiator the whole time because they they were feeling cold, and he shakes her hand, and she's like, oh yeah, that's warm. <laughs> Turns out he's dead. Now uh, that being said, I, that and that actually wasn't in the manga, and I'll get into some of those differences if um, maybe. Uh, the other thing that possibly links him to the to being there after his birth, but before, but before this year, is the conversation he has with his father, and it, when his father is mistaken that it's not his first time there. Yeah, he he thinks that they've been a there while. a year and a half ago. ago. Which, yeah. whether or not like that's true, it's important that he's making that mistake, or maybe he's not mistaken. The thought that hit me was that. Because of the nature of the curses, as we learn through these four episodes, it manipulates memory. Exactly. There might be there, and there's probably not, but there might be a way that Koichi did live in the town a year and a half ago, or in other words, two school years ago. And but died that memory, that year. well, that could support it because if he died that year, he could be a possible candidate as the dead student afterwards. Because the dead student has to be a victim, right? Damn straight. It could also be explained that he lived in the town two school years ago. But there's a reason or like maybe there is a victim in his family. And because that victim is now the dead student, his memory is altered in a way that he Mm. could not remember being in that town two years ago. His twin brother, Shoichi. (laughs) (laughs) Now I see what you're getting at. So did you like the um, tie-in that his mother was actually a victim? Yes. Of the curse? And so that's another thing that makes me kind of like suspect that he, first off, he's the protagonist in an anime. So it, it, he's, he, probably, he's involved, as we talked he's about last probably time. tied to the curse in some way, maybe a little bit tighter than some of the other characters, I think. Now, what really gets me, though, are the differences between the two forms of media here. Uh the beach scene that we had, which ends obligatory, in the student's death. Obligatory anime beach. Yeah, anime, you gotta see those an, an, beach episode. It, it was a great beach episode, though, because I was watching, I'm like, wow, these guys are being a bunch of dicks to their friends. Like, they're <laughs> flipping the girls over and they're dunking the weak kid. <laughs> and then they get their revenge, and I'm like, oh, that's really, like, that's really funny. I, small, charming moment. And the 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 fishing challenge as well with the octopus and the, oh, he's yeah. like, I got a big one. It's like a baby fugu. <laughs> so all of that doesn't happen in the manga. In fact, the manga 
has a completely different tone, in my opinion. The enemy's anime is very, when I say cutesy, I'm not talking about the gore and the umbrella scene and stuff. The anime does a really good job of de- depicting some of those graphic uh, instances, but the character designs are so moe. Like, eyes are huge. Right. We have very vibrant hair colors. The manga, granted, it's in black and white, but even just so the they're lines all, they're themselves. all white with black hair? Yeah, more or less. Okay. I, I assume white hair in a manga is blonde or light brown hair, typically. Yeah. I guess you can do gray for brown as well. But the, just like the character designs themselves are a lot more, uh, not like I, I say adult, more mature, maybe. Yeah, no, I definitely say from looking at the uh, cover that Cookie just showed me. Is this the actual cover of one of the mangas? Maybe, but that's also kind of a... Uh, a misrepresentation. Okay. Oh, yeah, I could see that. I, I'm not saying it's like hyper realistic just... anime, but it definitely is more mature looking as opposed to like the huge eyed clamp ish. One, one of them design. does have a doll eye though. So, I mean, yeah, it makes right. sense. Right. They probably just wanted her to feel more normal. So, they adjusted every <laughs> other eyeball to match it. But there are some pretty interesting differences between characters too and some of the, some of the events, none of which seem to be major story deviations. But I did appreciate that in the manga, uh, Izumi, the girl that's in charge of countermeasures, yes, that, that would be a shot from it. Okay, yeah, it does look slightly, uh, I think, less of the like big guy, crazy hair. Yep. Yeah. I, I showed them a picture, but I covered up some, some stuff. Oh, that's probably important. <laughs> uh, Izumi is the head of countermeasures in both the manga and anime. She takes... Uh, Whoa, God. is it Yukari? Yeah, Yukari, uh, Umbrella Girl's death way differently. She blames Misaki and uh, Koichi a lot and to the point where she antagonizes him more and more. And she's kind of nonchalant about it. By she's the like, end of episode she's eight, like, it's kind eight, of my eight. fault. Well, yeah, in, in the anime, she blames herself and she's, she's like, like yeah, we got to get mistake. it. We got to get through this together. But in the manga, she's very blatantly like, you guys fucked up and this like all of these deaths are on your shoulders oh wow so she does she is not there for the cafe scene she should have showed up the first day then yeah yeah Yeah. don't fucking be sick yeah i think she messed up by being absent but we also learned that there are classes that have had the non-existent one break so there's no guarantee granted with misaki may's personality it seems like they might have been fine but there's no guarantee that that would have even worked. And we also don't know, like, at least Scott and I don't know the, the conditions of the curse at this point. So maybe having the non-existent student is merely a way that allows for that condition to be avoided most of the time. But there's About still a 50, no guarantee. 50-50 chance. Yeah. Some years, we know exactly why it happened. Some years, we don't. And the worst part is by the end of the school year, they don't hold record of it or memory of why it did not happen or why it did happen because those things are erased by then. Yeah. I, no, no big large uh, spiel like I had last time though. That's mm-hmm. about it. I would say his, his there, dissertation paper was quite small this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest thing is that we'll be looking forward to finding out what the note or message or whatever it is that was left behind in the classroom to tell them how to avoid it. Which I happen to know what the form the message is in because I got to that part and I was like, wait, there's no beach scene? What the fuck? And then so I stopped So it's not reading. a message in the bottle. It, yeah. I mean, it could be for the anime. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it is. 
because they're they're just going there to talk to the guy and he says something along the lines of like that he left it for the students so you assume mm-hmm. it's back at the school or someplace he in actually that says town. it's in the classroom oh, okay yeah, yeah he does so yeah I, I just didn't want to say that he, he has like this said it's also a thing too he's like i can't remember anything and somebody gets murdered in front of him he's like oh my god i left it behind in the classroom you need to find it <laughs> well the only other times that he actually says anything is when he's, he's traumatized drunk. yeah so he's oh, at yeah. the bar drunk and he mentions it and doesn't remember anything about it when he's not, when he's sober so anytime that he is not completely lucid is when that makes sense yeah when more and more of these memories which I, it I also did. explains his sister's amnesia about it too she's like I, I don't really remember what happened we went to a shrine so there's there's a possibility that Reiko's going to have to get drunk to give the details to uh, Koichi she was chugging which, a beer on the beach which I think if she gets drunk that's also going to be a death flag Yeah, like there's no way in hell she's going to be able to give the secret out early so now, granted, kind of like getting, that. Kind of like that one kid who suffered the heart attack. Yeah. Oh, that does. That <laughs> also does not happen in the manga. The kid just suffers the heart attack at home. He he is not about to spill the beans or anything like that. Oh, it's way better that he's about ready to say it. And <laughs> he's dies. like, and this is how. Ha- <laughs> yeah, that was that was the most like death note thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but I feel I feel the like the culprit that, is you. <laughs> what oh, that tells me though is Light, that the why curse... is he pointing at you? No, no, no. Watch, he'll fall over. Oh, he's pointing at someone else. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> what that tells me though is that the conditions of his death are leading us down the wrong path. Because if he's not being used as evidence in the manga, that means mentioning Misaki may. Or the non-existent student, I don't think is necessarily. I, the it was a red herring in the anime, as yeah, far as I'm concerned. That, that's what I'm assuming. We already know Misaki Mei is dead. He hasn't touched her hand, except for in his mind when they were dancing together. <laughs> that exactly. scene was good. That was kind of fun. I did enjoy that. So yeah. So someone mentioned Death Note. I did. Guess what? You haven't seen it. There's a series. A live action series coming on Netflix. Yeah, we, we talked yeah. about this a little bit when I got on my got on my soapbox about Ghost in the Shell. I'm excited for it. I'll I'll probably check it out. I mean, because it it's like we were talking about earlier, it's gonna be a Netflix original. So you know it's I think 50, it's 50. gonna be good. Yeah, I I agree with Fifty fifty. Really? Well, cause just no. because it's Netflix doesn't mean it's automatically going to be great. Because Netflix they also, has made one star stuff. Because there's also, they signed Adam Sandler for six movies. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah. I mean, thumbs down stuff. Yeah. <laughs> thumbs down stuff. Oh, I, I had yeah. two quick things to point out uh, that I forgot to mention, uh, specifically when it came to retaining your memories. Mm-hmm. It would possibly explain, too, that if Koichi had been there a year and a half ago prior to the anime his father's memory gets shifted because he's talking to his son. So maybe that explains how he has the correct memory. And during that conversation, the effects of the curse reach him. Cause he's all the way in India or something at this time. It's hot as hell. Man, did you know how hot it gets? <laughs> She's so hot. <laughs> Hotter every time I call. <laughs> the other thing that makes me believe that uh, Koichi is not the dead one. And I don't know why this necessarily does, but in the manga, you see his father's face a shit ton. And that seems to infer that he's a real person interacting with Koichi. So, I, you know, in the anime, you never see the dad. Okay. You, you never really see the faces of the grandparents. You only see Reiko. And for that reason, I'm kind of giving more 
creed to the fact that Koichi's alive. This is the last time we'll be recording before we know the conclusion of this series. So I'm doubling down. Koichi's dead. Uh, <laughs> May might be dead. I'm I'm betting on at least one of them, if not both, being being mm, that's dead. Interesting. Yeah. So, and it sounds like you're you believe that both of them are alive, and there is a different student who is yes. dead. Yes. Okay. So, I, I All right, guys. Scott thought- V. Neal. <laughs> so I initially thought, uh, and and I was talking to Tiff about this. I thought it was going to be the class representative, the boy with glasses. Um, I don't even. And she she shot that down. Or so care who that is? He has a little more face time in the manga. Mm. And the one thing I had heard is that the manga has better foreshadowing over who it is. Ooh. So I assumed, like, just by that thought, I was like, well, it might be him then. But I. Like, I don't really have much evidence to point out that reason. Do you have any other guesses? No. Predictions. Scott's going for a double dose of dead people. Yep. Neil's just like, it's somebody. Mine's, yeah, I, mine's I, I the gutsy know. call. Like, <laughs> I could be really wrong. And if anything, it seems like it's... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to be shaking any heads yet. <laughs> But just don't look at Tiff. She gives everything away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No offense. It's uh it's one of those things where I also actually anticipate it to be like they're obvious red herrings and that they want us to like suspect our, our main characters at different points in time. Because I've fallen for that before where I have ignored a main character, like in a race, where I'm like, they they can't be the murderer. <laughs> it would just be too easy, like it's, it's they they too might simple, share yeah. the same eye color and build and kind of haircut. No, no, no. But even before that, though, like e- there, there were some very subtle things where I'm like, "Huh," it, like they didn't show any details about the killer yet, and I'm like, "Well, it's way too obvious to cast suspicion upon this character." I'm just like, <laughs> "You'd know who the killer was in the first couple episodes." Well, I was mistaken. So, <laughs> so now I'm willing to reverse it and totally follow what what last time was not a red herring and so now i'm going to double down on the red herring this time potentially we'll see how it goes i like it so before we get into news and stuff because because as of right now like you said this is going to be the last time that we actually record before we know the conclusion of another and we can discuss this a little more later whatever what have you yeah magic of editing um do we want to talk about kind of just a little bit on that uh, anonymous email that I received about the 10 short anime so we can kind of start discussing a little bit if we wanted to do another watch this series where we talk about something? Because yes. I like keeping it two shorter animes rather than like, obviously we're not about to start Bleach or One Naruto. Piece. Really? Yo, can start I, I thought Baruto. we were going to do One Piece. <laughs> Yo, I'll, I'll tell you how that ends. The, what was it? A mediocre wedding episode? Yeah. yeah. There you go, guys. Actually, okay, so after I actually watched the wedding episode, I was I was dogging on the, the jeepers out of that wedding episode. Then I actually saw it and I was like, Yeah, it's it's yeah. a suitable ending from what <laughs> yeah. I've gathered. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from like the Naruto hater here. So <laughs> wait, you're the hater? Yeah, fuck Naruto. <laughs> okay. I was about to say Scott <laughs> like, is on record saying I thought all episodes of Naruto were filler. <laughs> yeah, you're basically right. You can take like 10 episodes from the start of the series and then the ending and then like have one episode that just briefly describes his journey from the, the basically just to Hokage. Basically just watch the last 10 episodes 
where it's like it says because they probably have a, a bunch perfect of day. flashbacks. It's just to old stuff. all flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Of the beginning and how he interacted with every single character. Naruto's a better anime from the standpoint of his teacher. Mm-hmm. Like if you just watch all the scenes he's in, you get the full story. That's quite literally the last ten episodes. Yeah. It's just following around his teacher, and he's like. Huh, I haven't really dealt with Naruto in years, and now I'm hearing all these stories about what he's done oh my God. and how he's touched people. Anybody who hasn't watched Naruto just got like a, a 20 episode series to watch that they may actually <laughs> yes. enjoy. Holy shit. Believe it. It'd be a lot more interesting, too, because you, you have the time jump from like the first however many you need to watch to the end where you, it's, you're just now like, wow, how is he a hero? Oh, this is how he became a hero, as opposed to watching ten episodes of him charging up his Shirin Ganin Ritsengoku. Wait, his spirit ball? <laughs> uh, he only does that three times. <laughs> Cookies counting. He's like one, two, three, four, fuck, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> no, 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 because it was like the one episode where he was just like, "Okay, I'm gonna learn how to do this Rasengan thing," yeah. and that was like a four episode filler. Then there was the episode where he had to charge his. Um, spirit magic nature nature magic oh his typhoon ball his hurricane yeah. so basically pump. he had to have he had some clones back in another area charging like meditating key. charging key and as he would run out of key he would bring Is one of the clones chi? Chi. okay chi. chai lattes but, chai latte. yeah. but i've been watching dragon ball z so it's key <laughs> really but yeah i'm i'm complaining about filler <laughs> <laughs> i'm watching dbz kai at least and so they I got rid of 90% of the filler. Exactly. They did cut out a lot of it. I, like I said earlier with my food network antics, I have not gotten the <laughs> full picture of the Majin Buu saga. And so I've been trying to watch that. All right. I'm shaking my head. Let's, let's go over those uh, 10 animes real quick. Okay. I can't really access it. All I got them well. pulled up right now. Sweet. So the first one is called Codebreaker. And these are, there's IMDB scores on it, uh, like lowest to highest. And so, Codebreaker is a 7.1 out of 10. Riding the bus one day, Sakura, Sakura Koji looks out the window to Student see... Student A. <laughs> That's how I... Whatever I'm reading anime descriptions. Oh, yeah. Somebody. Student A looks out the window to see people being burned alive with a blue fire as a boy her age remains unharmed and stands over the people. When she goes back to the site the next day, there are no corpses or evidence of any kind of murder. Just a small fire. When Student A goes to class... She discovers the new transfer student is the same boy she saw the day before. Student B. Student A learns that Student B. A, student B is is Student B, the sixth code breaker, a special type of assassin with a strange ability and a member of a secret organization. He's a shitty government. assassin if someone sees him <laughs> kill someone. Yeah. True. Yeah. Next. That's, that's why he only got a 7.1 yeah. out of 10 on his assassin scores. Blood Lad. Um I've actually I've read this manga somewhat. It's, I think I've seen the first couple episodes. It's kind of weird. Um, and it, it was maybe a little too fan service-y for yeah, me. Yeah, this, this one. It, it, yeah. The um, anime is not off of reading the manga. It's not that fan service-y compared to some of the other things on this list. So it, yeah, I don't I know what's too fan service-y for you. <laughs> anything. <laughs> I know. Any, yeah, anything yeah. that shows the human say, body. It should be covered. I want to say high school is the dead zone. Trying this to list, shame so. women's I, bodies. Yeah, I heard about that. I'm I'm trying to shame real good body. <laughs> <laughs> high school of the dead. Real good story. Uh, Super heavy. It was okay. <laughs> it took away from the story, So that's on the really. list. Blood Lad is pretty entertaining. Like this is from what I know, it's funny. It's sort of action oriented um where it's just like 
how is Staz going to get out of this like combat weird. predicament? And and the story goes in a lot of weird places. If you like um, stuff that works with uh, like yokai, we're talking yokai is horror, right? Uh, like, ghosts. Ghosts. Okay. Yeah. This has got um, you know it's got vampires like Dracula, um, who I believe is. Daz's dad, if I remember correctly, I think so. Actually, yeah, and so he's he's got s- some like other vampire siblings that are pretty entertaining. His best friend is is uh, werewolf. Like, it's an entertaining show, and it's pretty. It it seemed pretty fun and lighthearted for the most part. Also, I remember now he's a total otaku. Like, he's a huge otaku, and so they do <laughs> like otaku shoutouts throughout the show. Yes, yeah, which is kind of fun. So is. He's uh he's from like the demon world, but he's obsessed with Japanese like, so he, culture like, and anime and stuff. So the story he does a lot of, of references goes, to stuff. So the story goes basically like he's shopping trip in the real world, leaves a portal open, human falls through, dies, becomes a ghost, and now he has to and six ensue. Yeah, <laughs> and he's kind of obsessed with her for one reason or another. But entertaining characters, uh. I don't think that that's actually that short, is it? Like it says it's less a, than thirty episodes. It's a longer narrative, though. Like I know the manga goes far enough ahead where that many episodes doesn't cover it. Cookie recommended. Oh, there's Guilty Crown. I haven't seen this. I don't know anything about it. I know Guilty Gear is. Guilty Crown just looks like another action anime where people have special powers. Biological hazard known as the Apocalypse Virus plunges Japan into a state of chaos. And then shit happens, resistance organization. Something, something, lost Christmas, Christmas incident. incident. <laughs> Sounds lost sad. Lost Christmas. Why uh, is the Grinch in this? <laughs> he, he, he apparently stole it and then lost it. <laughs> uh, Dead Man Wonderland is seventh. A massive anomaly ravaged Japan's mainland and destroyed most of Tokyo, sinking three quarters of the city into the ocean. Ten years later, A kid gets ships. framed for murdering his class when really this person called the red man kills his whole class and so he goes to a prison that That, is a theme park that murders people yeah so basically Mm, it's um private citation private citation private privatization privatization uh, privatized prison privatization of a prison that turned into entertainment turned it into a theme park for the masses basically to watch inmates die there are two levels of this theme park first level is for like lesser offenders and they're like, okay, yeah, all you got to do... Cannon fodder. <laughs> pretty much. All you got to do, keep your head down, do your job. If you do your job, you make enough points, you get to take this pill. If you don't take this pill, your candy... You die. Once every couple of days, you die. Yeah. Sixth, High School of the Dead. We don't need to talk about that. Yep. Fan service. Fifth, another. We also don't need to talk uh, about that. So, uh, we're watching this. For anybody who's, who's interested, rewind a little bit. Uh, Sword Art Online, that's a skip. I, yeah. I skip yeah, past that too. Noragami, I think Cookie has watched. and I have seen. I have watched and read a little bit. So I watched the first season, and the first season is different from the first story arc in the manga. So I think if you like the manga, you should watch the anime, and vice versa. If you like the anime, you should, you should read the manga. And if you haven't done either, maybe check it out. I don't know. Like, there's nothing that we could talk about though if we watched that. We we so. need something that has like some sort of hook or it's, gimmick. Yeah, it's got to be a us. mystery to solve. Yeah. We're 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 you know sleuths here, and don't give us case closed. We're I the investigation team. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that kind of time. Oh crap! There's another anime about a detective that's not quite case closed, but kind of case closed. I watched okay. the first episode and was like, "This is dumb." 
Then I called it a day. <laughs> uh, no Game, No Life, number two. 8.2 out of 10. Uh, this I don't is not have an ending. My, my sister was interested in this, and then she said it had brother-sister love. and so It's, I, not, so it's, out. it's not really brother-sister love. They're only related it's, by... No, no, no. They're actually not really in love, though. So, like, they're just taking care of each other. So, basically, like, it starts off with the brother and sister, they're playing video games, but they're playing an online multiplayer shooter where it's a team of 4v4, but it's just those two playing. So, they're playing with both their hands and their feet, and they're just mm-hmm. awesome at it. <laughs> so, they're just, like, that intertwined that they're, like, really connected. Are you sure there's not, other. like, a foot fetish hiding in there someplace? Oh, I'm pretty sure there's a foot fetish <laughs> hiding in every anime. <laughs> Have you seen the Japanese? And, and number one here is maybe not the best candidate either but princess mononoke that's a show i thought no, no, that no. was a movie, a movie. Is, yeah <laughs> this is i guess it's less than 30 episodes well it's confusing <laughs> yeah. to me because they show princess mononoke on here but then they describe something that is not princess mononoke oh no you're right yeah yeah read the series is made <laughs> up of individual uh chapters in which the medicine seller encounters combats and subs- uh subs- subsequently excuse me destroys mononoke and they're a type of unnatural spirit that linger in the human world. The Mononoke are the type of Ayakashi. Oh, you just read that. All right. You just described that part. Yep. Um, yeah. More or less, this sounds like a more action-oriented Mushishi. Mushishi? Have you not seen Mushishi? Is that what we're watching? Oh, holy shit. No, I, watching that won't solve anything because every episode like exists within its own little microcosm for the most part. It's one of those where like there there is an evolving narrative throughout a season, but it's like each episode is very laser focused on a particular oh, This came God. out when I wasn't watching anime Dude, as much. Not Mushishi There's a- is is the type of anime that you like put on your laptop, you hop in the bathtub and you relax and you just watch one episode and it just puts you in this like kind of sleepy, dreamy state. Go to there's bed. an anime that's really good where there's two characters in it. They're both American. This is like a time jumping anime, kind of a mystery, I think, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. But all I really remember about it is that I liked it and the two American characters, one of them would always yell, Maria! Did you guys see Oh that? my God, Bacchino! We can watch that. Bacchino's great. <laughs> I, I'm familiar with Bacchino's uh, spiritual successor. I'm glad, um, I'm glad du- that I... Du- 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 yeah, Durarara. Du- du- We've yeah. all seen that. Bacchino's great if you love Durarara. Du- and so, there is sort of a mystery to solve, I think, between... Something or thing. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can watch that. That's I'm glad I just watching. can scream Maria and you know exactly what I was talking about. I was like, I know it starts with a B, but I'm thinking Banco days for some reason. Have the yeah. two of you watched it though? We have. A uh, long time ago, all I really, I gave, I, I dumped all I remembered about it. <laughs> Cookie, do I, did I watch it with no. you? It's, it's, okay. uh, we've but seen. But I like Durarara. Yes. And we've seen episodes where those, we've seen shows where those two characters are actually Actually, they're in Durarara. They are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's really cool. They do some some throwbacks to it. That's Muriel and Isaac. Yeah. And, and they're in a bunch of different animes. They just like randomly pop they're up. They're great. Background oh. characters. They're so much fun. It's a really fun anime. There is a mystery to be solved in it. Um, There's time travel elements, which confuses oh. everything. Exactly. It's, uh, it's about it's, immortals. Is it? I think they're immortals. No, I'm saying is it as in like you should stop talking so we don't give anything else away. <laughs> hey, I'm remembering more and more. <laughs> well, I, I've put him on the short list. There's still, yeah, there's still things to solve about it, um, which is fine. It's pretty cool. 
I remember it because uh, I've I've seen it both like I can't remember what I stuck with, but oh yeah, I did ended up watch watching it dubbed. It is it is actually a good, a good dub. dub. Yeah, um, subbed. There's a character named Carol, and she gets lectured to by like uh, an older guy who's talking to her at several times while she's like trying to solve the mystery, sort of. And he always says Carol. <laughs> and so whenever he says her name when i have a coworker, carol she's at, like one of my most immediate bosses and every once in a while i'll pop in my head and i'll think carol <laughs> <laughs> it's great it's a great show we we could do that and it is short enough on the episodes i have one anime that might fit but only a few episodes it's currently airing only a few episodes are out right now so i'm not sure if it would uh, it's called Sagrada Reset or Let's talk Sakurada Reset. Yeah. Real quickly, it's about a town in which individuals happen to have powers. You could call them espers. Now, the gimmick. What is up with you in JoJo? <laughs> what? Where did I bring up JoJo this time? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It's as soon as you say people have powers, and, but and they're not got- stand powers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but in, you- this, in this particular case. If you move out of the town, you end up losing that power and all memory of it. So it's a weird phenomenon that like the government is not familiar with except the local government. And powers can be anything from being able to speak to people or send messages, uh, oral messages, audio, if you will, uh, to people no matter where they are, assuming they're someplace in the town, potentially. I don't know the limits of that. To something as crazy as being able to rewind time up to three days the particular like the series follows two characters it sounds like with those two powers you could have a really great mail service (laughs) (laughs) yeah that actually might happen too um the two main characters have powers that complement each other in a weird way the the male protagonist has the power to have perfect memory male is in m-a-i-l is the male man (laughs) (laughs) The second character has the ability to uh, reset time by three days. So she does not retain memories of those three days or of that reset. So So that's completely useless, kind of. Well, so that's when the main character and her team up, essentially. She's she's relying upon the the first character to remember it. Yeah, Yeah, where the first character is able to more or less fill her in on what needs to be done and has to has to be the one to take action so he can so basically he can send notes through time to himself if you will but okay. but, but like he he carries all of his experiences not to mention oh, like his he memories remembers perfect. everything yep yeah so he doesn't have to do like a steins gate type of thing where he's is that where they're to... texting back in time or something or have i you, i want to watch that at some point you guys so haven't seen steins gate no I, holy no. shit or fortunately it. not it's it is one of the driest animes <laughs> for, the, for, for the first like eight or nine episodes and then it becomes truly spectacular like, oh. and that's probably why I haven't watched it. I know it sounds really like hard. something I've tried to watch. I I had a I had a friend recommend it, and he was just like, "Look, he was so enthusiastic about it. I didn't feel right quitting on it, and, but it really just <laughs> is is nothing that thrilling for the first couple episodes. But they need it to like set it up. It takes a long time to set up this story, and once they do, it gets like so unexpectedly good. That could be a mystery one that we do as well. I'm down to the list. And, 
And Neil, I'm not 100% sure if this is real, but I was kind of looking at pictures of the anime you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And there's a side-by-side cover of like something that may or not, may not be a live-action version of it. Oh, yeah. There's one film that's already been done live-action, and then they're working on a mm. second film. If, if not, it's already done and going to be shown in May, I think. Shown so in May. this is a light novel series that's been going on for a few years. And there's been a short manga which just basically covers the first or episodes three and four of the anime, uh, but not one and two. Yeah, seems interesting. Uh, there, there's one limitation to with the resetting power, and she's only able to reset once during that period of time. So when she goes back three days, she can't. She obviously can't go back again. But for the next three days, she doesn't have a reset. Right? She's she's able to save again and then reset to the new save point, if you will. Hmm. But. So, but you can't. But, but yeah. That's, so during the three day, so this is my three day period. I'm mm-hmm. putting, I'm holding up two hands, like a field goal. The hand on the right is where she resets to. Yep. And until she can, she can't reset again until she gets back to where the hand on the left is. No, uh, if you want to think of it this way, every save point only has one reset. So oh, once, she only gets one chance to reset. Yeah. Per like outcome. Yeah. Right? Now, now, if a day passes after that first reset point, she might be able to save again. I haven't gotten far enough to know what oh, okay. the other restrictions are. But basically, there she's got enough restrictions that it sounds like it's yeah, not simply not, just going back and trying something new. You, you can't just constantly reset and try new things. Like you, you have some sort of pressing, like something bad might happen, and you have to figure out what you can do within that first reset. Oh, that sounds like this game that just came out. Life is Strange. No, no, <laughs> different game where you're solving a murder mystery and you can't interact with things directly and you can't actually be in the room when the murder happens. You've got to like use keyholes and things to kind of like piece together the this murder. This sounds like something I would be really interested in. I think it's on the Switch too, actually. Mm. While you're looking that up. Are we moving to news? Yeah, let's talk about Nintendo for that matter and how they've uh, just announced, rather, a new 2DS XL. You mean the, the new 3DS minus the 3D feature? They, they took 1D out. Yeah. It, if, you, if you take 3DS and, and subtract a, a D, One you DS? get 2DS. Well, right? because if you're subtracting a D from 3DS, it would be 3DS minus 1D. Wouldn't it just be you? You need three S. <laughs> you take the D out. Who cares? It, it depends on whether these are exponent and exponents. Uh, uh, God, fuck this conversation. Yeah, did you want to get into derivatives here? <laughs> <laughs> so the my opinion on the two DS, the new two DS. I actually really liked the old two DS because the of, wedge. Yeah, just because of the price point. Because I was like, I don't really need the 3D. So what's this thing costing? I is 150. Yeah, yeah. 150, not bad. I um was really torn for a long time between getting a 3DS XL and just getting a 2DS. Just and, and the wedge shape was cool, but I think the clamshell design is ultimately what sold me because I wanted to be able to, you know, like shut it and protect the mm, screen yeah. as opposed to buy a case, but that was about the only thing that stopped me. So this is this is great. And also you guys who have used the 3DSs, I have my like 3D function on at all times for the most part, but it's normally pretty low. Like it's midway on the bar or lower. I don't think it's something I absolutely need, but 
after my eyes got used to it. It was a nice feature. I was, I'm really impressed with the eye tracking they have on those 3DSs yeah. as well. Oh, it's like amazing. They, it was a really impressive piece of hardware, but I don't feel like a lot of people honestly used it. And that's why this 2DS may, may be a, a good move for them to I just... Know, back when I had the original 3DS, I really loved it. The, real, the, the first question I have is how many people are going to go ahead and take their 3DS and exchange it for a 2DS or something like that. Why would you do that? Probably not. Well, I guess if you only have the old 3DS. Yeah, yeah. that's how you get the new one. That's Because that's something I could potentially do. I have the old 3DS, not with the C-Stick. And I'd probably pick up the new 2DS as opposed to the 3DS. Hmm. Save a bit of money. yeah. And whenever you have cheap hardware like this too, the thought comes into my mind, how easy would it be to get a 2DS or 2DS XL and mod it to have an HDMI output? So if you need uh, to mod it, I've got the right um, screwdrivers. Mm. That oh, really? Now. Yeah, I've got Tri-Wing screwdrivers now. I'll keep that in mind. I should also note that uh, there's only one color, apparently, for this 2DS XL. Ah, what color is it? It's like turquoise and black for the United States. Oh. Japan has a different color scheme, if I remember correctly. Damn, white Japanese. and red. Oh, so I still can't find that one game I'm looking for, but I mentioned to you earlier. White about, and orange. That's what it is. Go mm, ahead. Splatoon. Um, so I did mention to you, Scott, earlier because of a comment you said a couple of days ago that anything that says it has something to do with the Dark Souls of a game that you're all in for. I'm in, yeah. The game is called Tumble Seed on the Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. One of the things I read was like, it's the Dark Souls of Marble Rolling. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A rolly roguelike is what it says on its website. Oh no. This looks this looks like the type of game. Oh, you know what? It's is it going to be one of those balance games where you try and balance the marble to So I think it's less of a balancing the marble and you're more adjusting where the marble is so it doesn't fall in holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a game like that actually at uh Beercade that I got into a lot. Um a buddy of mine that I used to go there with all the time uh, has a friend who is um, a surgeon. And so when he plays that game, it is it is like poetry watching how like <laughs> how well he's able to play it. It's oh, wow. amazing. He's He's got really good hand-eye coordination. Nice. And so like I do like these types of games already. And the Switch could do a really cool thing with that depending on if you rotate the Switch. Mm-hmm to like adjust how the marble rolls or the one that I that was at you know like beercade is it's two like switches and and so it it raises or lowers on either the left hand or right hand side of a bar to create an angle uh, since you can't just be tilting a machine so will they use their um their sensor thing like with the one two switch how they have the marbles in a box will uh, it feel like an actual 3D. marble the Maybe. Rumble 3D yeah. HD Rumble? Yeah. No clue. Hmm. That'd be cool if they could make it like that, though. Persona 5 restrictions lifted up a little bit over a little the last bit. week. They're not willing to like totally remove the gag order, but they're at least... I feel like they're jumping quite a bit further into the calendar. Yes, they're going they're to releasing. November 7th, <laughs> they're like, I think. They're like, hey, don't post anything after July. Okay, okay, okay. So that kind of made it sound like the game ends in August. Don't post anything after November. (laughs) Looks like the game ends in December. (laughs) (laughs) They also apologize. They're like, we didn't mean to sound threatening. Sure, we 
threatened you. But I'm sure we took down some channels. <laughs> we may but. have killed a guy. <laughs> we realized our wrong though. I set a guy on fire. I, I I still don't necessarily feel too bad about the the way they went out to do that. Speaking as a person that did not listen to a podcast while he was playing Persona Five and did not really go to any Reddits or online communities during that period of time too. Uh, I wonder if this makes if if this means that at one point in time all restrictions will be lifted from Persona Five? Question mark yes is what I'm gonna say. Like guaranteed yes is what I'm gonna say. You can't keep it in the dark forever. There's no way to do that. Yeah. And why would you want to? Right. At some point in time, like the The community will want to yeah. express, you know, their response and like their thoughts and their feelings thoughts and feelings playstation yeah. 4 finally gave me the opportunity to set my own screenshot as my background picture for my menu and then they're just like this game is full of awesome effing screenshots by the way we disabled that effing function <laughs> on this topic of persona 5 there's also a vinyl coming out or a couple sets of vinyl coming out as was brought to was it you scott i, I brought this up this is so neil and Cookie, I know both of you are big into music like I am. You, I assume you're an audiophile because of like how, how much work you do with music and recording and things like this. Yeah. What are your feelings on vinyl? Because people who actually know music very intimately and well and have a background or education in it, normally have opinions on vinyl that don't necessarily like coincide with uh hipsters who like to have vinyl because it's cool and urban outfitters sells record <laughs> players vinyl can't have full bandwidth if you will like they there are restrictions with how much bass you can have otherwise you're going to make a needle skip and such mm-hmm. uh also vinyl is a physical media that alters every time you play it much like a cassette tape Right. When so it's it has not, its own aesthetic. Yeah, and yeah. I'd, I'd say that, yeah. that it, it ultimately has, like, in comparison to most any other thing, I find that vinyl normally has the brightest sound. There are some artists that I really like it to work for, but that's and, the only thing I can think of. Well, it, it's a scary it's a, thing, too, when, when you think about the fact that just like a cassette tape or an analog tape, every time you play that vinyl or that cassette, technically it's slightly different from the last time you played it. Yeah, but hey, that's like live music, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Right. It's just the scary fact that like a digital copy, on the other hand, is permanent. And, uh, you know, unless it gets corrupted, it's never changing. Right. You, could, you could say, quote unquote, it's perfect in the fact that it is unalterable. Yeah. Right. Vinyl has a sound. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I'm personally like I never listen to vinyl anymore, but I love vinyl as a collector's item. But I I don't buy it too often. It's very specific. I listen Mm -hmm. to vinyl in the sense of there's a lot of things that were, that that was in existence back in the day. Lots of good music that was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is really great. But the way they recorded it, it hit wax really wonderfully, but it didn't translate over to the radio. So those people just flat out Died. They died out. Yeah. Or, or similarly, you have a lot of remasters available, but those remasters slash remixes don't sound nearly as good as the original mm-hmm. mix and masters that are only on vinyl at this point. Or and, cassette. Yeah. And with that being said, some newer albums, I forget, like, I had some random, like, rap CD on vinyl, 
with a person, it was like early days of autotune. That's on vinyl sounded just God awful. Like as soon as like an autotune voice came in, that would make sense. Yeah. 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 There's definitely a, uh, a level of mastering or pre-mastering for vinyl that I think for a period of time before, uh, during vinyls, like resurfacing or resurrection that we were not as, as like an audio industry, I should say, or as an industry, we were not conscious of the different processes or pre-processes you needed to do to get something prepared for vinyl. Mm -hmm. So back to persona specifically for vinyl, there's not just uh, one option, but there is two options. The first is the essential edition, which is, it it is the most popular. Uh, It's, it's like a curated or a uh, like top picks of the uh, persona soundtrack. And so 4XLP, so that means it's four vinyl uh, discs. Yep. Okay, and then their deluxe edition, which is only two extra discs, so a 6XLP, will have all 110 songs. Does that mean that it's going to have, like, the little jingles of, you know, like, I found a treasure chest? (laughs) It might not have those specific ones, but it will have everything... Going down to like, oh, you're watching the TV show that actually has a jingle on it. Like it's yeah. going to, or like a video game if you're playing one that has music. If I to don't it. get Juness, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> See, I, and I kind of have a problem with that because I do really, really love some good video game soundtracks. But when it gets to the point, like I'm listening to a soundtrack and it's a small, like just really small, like maybe five to 10 second quip, I'm like, don't play this. I, yeah. want, I want the music from it. And although this is like this is really good music, if if you put it on on a like music sheet and it's you know five or six bars, please do not add right. that as like it'll that's be, a track. It'll be longer than that. Over. Like I yeah. think the shortest track you'll find will be like forty seconds, thirty seconds around there. And that's fine too. Like that's still a pretty good chunk of time. If you have more than thirty seconds, then there's there is quite a bit that can happen in a piece of music at that point. Now I'm really curious as to the real difference between the four and six disc sets because, uh, and I'll, I'll make this short so we can move on. But there's if you actually look at the complete OST track list. What you're going to see as those extra tracks, I'm assuming, are going to be like the several different versions of one song. Yeah, like permutations on, on the battle theme. If there's exactly. a boss battle theme that's similar or something. Or, or in, in some cases, like, all right, you have a theme that plays at night, and if it's raining, you have some of the percussion taken out of it. Because it's literally that, uh, not picky, but that detailed at times. Or maybe if you're in the summer, a track changes slightly to make it more lively. And in the fall, it goes back to its, you know, quieter winter slash mm-hmm. spring version. So the last thing I'd like to say about the vinyl is that the album art is currently in the dark. Like they don't want anyone to know what the album art is going to be yet. What do we know about Persona 5? It has absolutely gorgeous art and design and style. So honestly, I'm just really thrilled to see what this album art looks like when it comes out. Like, yeah, that alone will be an art piece. Like if if you're a, if you're a fan of their stuff, I feel like that's something you'd want to prominently display. Oh, at these prices, I think it's only going to be the diehard fans buying it because the essential edition costs a hundred dollars. Fuck oh, it, wow. the deluxe one seventy five for the deluxe. Yeah, it's nope, and only a thousand are being made. 
Right? Yeah. That's there's more than a thousand <laughs> oh, people wow. who play Persona. There's like at, at least at least two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> there's at least six. I thought I knew who this company I am eight bit was, but they are not the same company I was thinking of. That's been repressing old game soundtrack vinyl. Uh, mm. so I can't really comment much on their work. Um finally found it. God damn it. Is Sorry. this the game you were you brought yeah. up before? Yeah, I've been trying to find it this entire time. It's called the Sexy Brutale. The Sexy Brutale. Yeah, Sexy Brutale. Hmm. But B R U T A L E. Yep. Yeah. Twenty dollars on Steam. Came out just a couple weeks ago. Top down view? No, no. Oh, no. you know what? I have I have seen something for this. Also, it's by Tequila Works. These guys have done. Oh man, they did a side-scrolling zombie platformer game that I can't remember exactly the name of, but I I played it quite. Deadlight. They they made Deadlight, which for anybody who hasn't played that, that's a pretty good game. Uh yeah, looks more like that. So not quite top down, but um. Almost isometric, except yeah. not really isometric, but that sort of view. I don't like it. I don't like the, the art. Looks like it's going to be like an adventure game. So it's a murder mystery. Basically, each room, there's a murder that happens. You can't interact with the room while the murder's going on, but you can like reset time and adjust like, where position, props and things are in order to like stop the murder from happening. And like you peek through windows or door locks can you actually look through a lock like that do locks work it like that anymore it depends if it's really old lock yeah, yeah. if it's an old yeah, lock then yes you can yeah and then and if then you're not and then the you see you see the no. you see the pepper spray on the other side and they're like i was waiting <laughs> <laughs> game over yeah my, my feelings are a little mixed on it uh word on the street is that vivendi will again try a, try to buy out ubisoft in 2017 uh. What what? Vivendi's gonna be making um Raimi. No, making they wouldn't rain? be they wouldn't be making like the weird Ubisoft games. Assassin's oh, okay. Creed. Assassin's Creed a thousand more years. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Infinite Warfare. <laughs> Pretty much. Infinite assassinine assassination. Yeah. yeah. Enough said. Uh yeah, Vivendi was trying to play coy about purchasing ubisoft by making public statements that shifted between yeah we'd really like to to no no i don't think we're gonna do that that's not in our future track by the way we're at, we really want to buy ubisoft so it's just one of those things where they're like i don't know they're gonna be this threatening presence for ubisoft right now with uh them worrying if if vivendi picks them up and then that restricts their abilities to, to do make the same more game. creative stuff yeah they that's the thing, right? Like Ubisoft Montreal has done some cool stuff with their like more indie game uh, approach. Besides that, though, I don't remember any Ubisoft games that I've played in a while that I thought that were just awesome and they great. They made Ghost Recon's Wildlands, which is awesome and great if you have friends to play it with. But if you don't have friends to play it with, it just becomes Destiny. Uh, I, I've heard uh, some not so stellar reviews from that. One coming from you, Cookie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Also, wasn't playing with friends, so it was just like, yeah. yeah, yeah. this is a Ubisoft game. If this were to happen, I, I would almost say you can probably kiss uh, Deus Ex goodbye. goodbye. Oh, yeah. And then probably those games like, uh, 
What was the Rayman? adventure game that took place in World War One? Oh, Valiant Hearts. Yeah, Valiant, Valiant Hearts. Hearts. That uh, was good. Soldats yeah. Inconnu is the uh, French name of it. So it's like the soldier, soldiers of the Great War, like unknown soldiers of the Great War. Was that developed by Mon- the Montreal studio? I, I think that's it was. probably yeah, that the Montreal, Montreal studio. Montreal, so was so. Child of Light, which is another really, oh, really great realize. Man, that I love that game. It's really good. Yeah, so if this happens, I'm wondering what the state of if those titles... If we lose those games, I'll be heartbroken. They're going to retroactively go back into time and take them yeah, from pull existence. pull them out. They never happen. <laughs> but those are the things that I like and respect about Ubisoft still mm-hmm. to this day. Yeah. Right. yeah, I loved Assassin's Creed when it came out. The first one. The first. And the second one was fine too. And then I was done. And I like so, three. three. Was, was that good. the one where you could play multiplayer yeah. and assassinate other players? That was Brotherhood? Players? Yeah, Brotherhood. Mm, I think yeah. that was three. No, not officially three, but the third one. Because oh, okay. they're pulling yeah, the Kingdom Hearts and doing whatever the fuck they feel like. Yeah, <laughs> they, they did something. They did like one, two, and then two spinoffs, and then a third one. Because that something. was kind of fun, the multiplayer mm-hmm. aspect yeah. of it. Yeah, it playing it multiplayer. No, but so Deus Ex. And Assassin's Creed, like, I don't care. I really don't care. If they kill the indie games, that's when it matters to me. Rayman. Rayman, yeah, Rayman I was love Rayman. really successful, actually. Yeah. That's an awesome game. It's a good game. Whoa. Thunder. Holy shit. This, this is it's studio storming. effects. Yeah. <laughs> real quickly, Marvel vs. Capcom Ultimate. That yep. looks real good. I'm super excited, but I'm a little more excited for, um, they just announced even more characters on uh, Injustice 2. Which is coming out sooner. Yep. When's Injustice 2 coming out? Correct. <laughs> While means- you're looking for that, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Ultimate comes out September 19th, 2017. Uh, what's not coming out while you're uh, looking up that date? Resident Evil 7's DLC, Not a Hero. Which is free, by the way. I didn't know that. I was looking into it a little bit more. They're Not a Hero DLC with the super popular character... Chris, Chris Redfield. Redfield, yeah, they're having a free DLC for a character that everybody wants to see appear in a game. That's kind of cool. I, it's also free. Nobody can complain too much about this. Yeah, I feel like it's it's something that they're going to be giving you at some point in time. Don't get upset about it because it's not arriving on the like timetable that you want. Because if you get something that's free and shitty, you're going to be upset or you won't care about it. If you get something that's of some sort of quality and free, you're going to feel pretty good about that. Also, things that aren't coming out anytime soon. Kingdom Hearts 3. It's been pushed back to possibly in 2018? 2018 or beyond. It could, yes. it could be like Persona 5 where... You know, I was looking for it in 2015, and now it's finally Dude, out. Dude, I've been looking and for fucking Kingdom Hearts 3 since 2012, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. But so. Friday the 13th is coming out May 26th. Unfortunately, not on a Friday that I happens know. to be the 13th. <laughs> that would have been you dope. you think they'd yeah. wait to do that. I know. Speaking that of things... That was one of the hotly discussed rumors for the longest time, but... Speaking of things that are coming out in May... Injustice 2, May 16th. Oh, that is soon. That is really soon. I really kind of want to play both of those games with you guys, although I also don't want to, you know, have us buy four or five copies of Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to at least need two. (laughs) I don't know. I'm 50-50 on it. I'm 100% on the Injustice. I love the game. 
as a free to play as a concept, aspect, yeah. but it's not going to be free to play. We already know it it's also going to be featured pr- full priced. It doesn't look that good graphically. Like I'm, I, that's part of the fun though. Uh, <laughs> my my thing is is like if if you don't have the power to make a game look good graphically, you you replace that by being more artistic. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You, that, that'd be you a smart direction Oka. to go to. But then you can't get Jason Voorhees teleporting. You can't get it just right. Stabbing, yeah. stabbing people who are trying to hide underneath beds because they were trying to be all fancy. Did you see that clip? Yeah, yeah. I did. I saw all of it. It's pretty great, though. Some of the nope. like, it's the concept of this game looks the wonderful. There are some pretty cool looking things in that game. You would play it, Cookie? Based is on that concept, scary yes. Game? It's, it's it's not too scary. It's more no. like Cookie's a brave boy. Uh, no, he's not. <laughs> and, and the voice chat system is actually pretty cool too. Assuming you're using that as opposed to Discord or something, uh, you you can hear people within proximity. It's a proximity chat, uh, right? Yep. Or if you get a walkie-talkie, you could talk to anyone else that happens to have a working walkie-talkie. And then I'm Jason Voorhees, and I'm just like <laughs> waiting for the boop boop. <laughs> the walkie-talkie. Hey, someone got that turf phone. <laughs> you damn one. <laughs> so just just imagine running away from Cookie as Jason, or Cookie as Jason. You're running away from him, and you're trying to like trash talk him, or try and plead for your life and convince him to kill someone else <laughs> instead of you, because you're Jason. Cookie as Jason in this case, and you have the choice to go and kill other people if you want. I mean, you know the the relationship as you read it was an asymmetric seven versus one survival game yeah so i'm the, not the above, odds are in his favor i'm not above bribing a killer to deal with my friends <laughs> exactly and that's what and makes i'm it not above as a killer taking Killing. bribes yeah, yeah. and looks not like, backstabbing it's like kind cookie of backstabbing. and i will get along just, <laughs> just fine at least for a short period just send him yeah, the paypal account <laughs> yo can, can i venmo the, you that <laughs> exit man all right is that that's all we got yeah that's that's our show thank god i'm neil <laughs> 